Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what is going on? I believe some congratulations are in order, Arch. Oh, are they? Did yeah. you do it again? Another kid? No, not me. No, 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 no. Uh Panther, congratulations on your softball uh championship. Uh great. How how was it? How'd you play? Uh you know, like like Odell Beckham Jr., I'm gonna get a ring. Um, but for basically not playing. What? Uh just got well, you know, I just got back from Vegas and I had a lot of stuff to do around the house and the championship game started about an hour and 15 minutes after my bedtime. So I didn't play, which maybe is why we won. I don't oh, know, say, you know, yeah, yeah. No, no sex Panthers. So, um, it, we were due because here's the thing that throughout the entire season, we actually had a losing record all through the entire season, but we had a positive run differential. Like we, we were just when we'd win, we were crushing teams and we'd lose. I'm telling you, it would be a walk off and, or something stupid we would lose. But, uh, the guys that did play last night, all three games that they won, uh, by run rule fashion, 10 runs or more. So maybe no sex Panther is the, uh, the answer. And I should maybe contemplate retirement. When you've reached the pinnacle wow. of your career. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. Go out on top. Yeah. Go uh, out going out on top. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I can't be one to criticize. I'd, uh, my my team never won the softball championship before, so I, I'd rather I'd rather uh, lay claim to a championship I didn't play in than not win one. I, f- I feel much like Carl Malone. I really do. I, I my my softball career ended, and and I never won the I never won a championship. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with there. Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, John Stockton. Just, yeah, you uh, might want to stick more towards the John Stockton with all the stories coming out about Carl Malone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk. <laughs> Let's not talk. Yeah, yeah. That's not so great. That's a great guy. Uh, anyway, Panther, uh, congrats to your team then for their their win. Uh, I'm 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 guessing you you kind of heard from them, right? Like you you were you heard from them saying, "Hey, the game went well." Blah blah blah. Was there any controversial umpiring in the game? Did Chubby Panther? Uh, Ch- Chubby Panther. <laughs> Whoa. Chubby Zebra. Did Chubby Zebra fuck your team over? Uh, making some bad calls. 
uh, Chubby Zebra does not officiate softball, but um, trust me, we've had our fair share of piss poor umpiring. Um, not not that I'm aware of in last night, but yeah, during the season, we've had some piss poor umpiring, but hey, they're probably good enough to umpire for Major League Baseball, right? <laughs> you would assume so. We're over at Deadspin this morning. Looking at the article, CB Buckner drags everyone down with them. <laughs> robots cannot arrive soon enough to send him and the rest of baseball's mediocre umps packing. Uh, the story basically goes on to just say that there's definitely a handful like a, a, of these umpires that are just, just fucking terrible. And there's nothing that can be fucking done about it because the umpire union is so strong and Major League Baseball doesn't fucking hold them accountable. And so these terrible fucking umpires are really dragging down the entire fucking umpiring world in baseball. So that is the kind of the thesis of this article. And you look at some of the balls and strikes that were called by Buckner last night. It's just, it really is pretty fucking awful of, of how that game was called. Um, so I, I guess my question to you guys is, is it enough to just, you know, circle out these, these Angel Hernandez's and, 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 and the, the CB Buckner's of the world and just say, OK, we're going to hold you accountable. And now you got to fucking get demoted down to AAA until you can actually prove that you're a good enough umpire to come back up to the majors. Or does the whole thing need to be blown up? Blow it up. This isn't this isn't a new thing, right? We've had blown perfect games. We've had blown home run foul calls. We've had, you know, we used to take the human error or human effect, right? For bang, bang plays, a second base, the strike zone. But they are so, so bad now that like the only the only logical way to go is to robots or computers, sensory uh, type technology. Um, I, th these athletes are so good, so powerful, so fast that these old fogies that are back there behind the plate just can't get the shit right. I'm in favor. I'm in the camp. Blow it up. Bring on the robots. It's looking at the strike zone, though. That's not even the fastball hasn't gotten that much faster than it has over the last you know 50, 60 fucking years. It's just I, I, Apparently their vision has. <laughs> look at this. Look at this chart, Max. I know Panther probably can't, but look at that pitch five. That's a ball. <laughs> if you can see that screen, that's yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's a no doubter. That's a no doubt mm -hmm. strike. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. I mean, four is okay. The catcher can convince you the pitch four was a strike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. goddamn, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, these guys there need to be term limits, or they need to, you know, they need to be uh, elected in or, or every every year or something. I have no idea, but man. Fuck this, what do you call it, the tenure these idiots have? Yeah, I just, I never got or never understood how someone who was, what, five, six feet behind the catcher should be calling balls and strikes. Like, I feel like a fucking eagle-eyed first-based uh, umpire, you know, maybe with a fucking telescope or binoculars, maybe you can just borrow it from the Astros for stealing calls. <laughs> uh, just, just fucking focusing in, like, that would be a better, like, judge of a guy he's behind the fucking catcher by by a you know, good couple of feet and he's the one that's calling balls and strikes here i it just it, it boggles my mind like you, you can't see like what's going on in front, you know you can't see what's going on in front of the goddamn catcher he's not invisible he's not made of fucking glass i i'm of the frame of mind that i mean you arch you've been trumpeting robot prostitutes robot umpires robot everything i think we need to incorporate this in in, in soon 
I think, it, you know, from a, uh, I don't know, from at least an accountability standpoint to basically say that, you know, each game, like that's how you introduce the robot uh, umpires or whatever, right? For at least for balls and strikes, each game, it's yeah, yeah, you know, you basically run a report of what the the robot ums called versus what the human ums called, and uh, yeah, and, and then just each game, the fucking umpires got to sit and talk about it. They got to sit and talk about their report card every fucking game. See if they get any better, and if they don't, ah, man, uh, baseball's got to find a way to crush that fucking umpire union. <laughs> Good they luck can, with that. They can still use it, their little brush and, and clean the plate. They can still they can still stand up there like they're they're anything. <laughs> well, you know, in typical fashion, if there is going to be any rule changes, it'll probably start in the minor leagues. So we'll at least get some kind of leeway that Major League Baseball is acknowledging there is a problem. But I, I don't know how you cannot see that it, it's not just the quantity but you know like that particular pitch we had just what a couple weeks ago strike four right there was there was four (laughs) strikes on a guy that that has nothing to do with visibly being able to see a pitch you can't count past three like what i don't get these fucking umpires yeah, it's 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 just one of those things too when you you look around sports and you know each each sport has their officiating issues or they have their uh you know the, the umpires or, or uh you know line a line crewman whatever that that you can circle and say oh man this is gonna be a fucking poorly called game you see it in football uh you see it in basketball that's for damn sure but it seems like the majority of it and I don't know it's because baseball is there's so many games and there's just it just seems like the majority of the bad calls if you if you like looked at a chart of the bad calls called in sports it's, it's happening more in baseball than any other sport. And, and it's, it's, you know, I, I, I almost empathize with football because it's almost impossible, especially if you're an offensive lineman, not to hold somebody. You know, it's almost right, impossible. Right, right. Especially if a running back cuts against the, you know, cuts the other way. And then all of a sudden it's a you holding. Know, yeah. I'm just saying it's almost impossible not to get a holding call on every single fucking place. So I almost kind of empathize with, with, with the foot, the football fucking, um, you know, umpiring is so fucking tough. This, I mean, come on, this is a no brainer. There, there is a plate, right? There's a plate. Is the ball over the plate? Is the ball off the plate? Well, that, that's the, that's the first thing. That's the first thing you got to look at is, <laughs> is the ball off the plate? Or is it in the plate? Okay. Now determining a strike zone. And maybe that's a little tricky. Maybe you got a little fucking Altuve guy up there like, nah, 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 you know, and you, you can't fucking figure out his strike zone. I don't know. It's not like Randy Johnson's up there at bat. Jesus. Umpires. Uh, next story. <laughs> next story, guys. Uh, man, random drug testing in football. Random drug testing in football. A punter. This is in, I think this is in practice. The Saints. This is in practice. in practice. Oh, it was in practice. Oh, it was a, no, it was it was in a game. game. It was wow. a game. Yeah. Unleashed an 81-yard punt. Fucking A. Uh, and then randomly got drug tested. Guys, what do you think of random drug testing like this in football? <laughs> uh, random on a punter. Uh, okay, first of all, um, I'm familiar with the point. I don't know if you guys saw it. It literally was like 80 yards on the fly. It was one of those 40 or 50 yards, and then it rolled 30 yards. This dude absolutely crushed it. But it's not new for him. When he He's a rookie. He was drafted relatively early for a punter because he has such a a big leg it wasn't like 
anybody didn't know about them. But th- this whole random thing on a punter, do we do we really believe it's random? Like just out of nowhere, this it's random. I don't, but this is it's the NFL for you. Do steroids make you kick that much further? I have no idea. I have no idea either. I mean, I, I, yeah, is this guy just you know? shooting up and then doing a bunch of squats is that it? <laughs> is that it? bro is not missing leg day that's for fucking sure uh, he's uh 81 i mean impressive as shit right right oh amazing i mean uh i listen i think i really i honestly think oh, this is gonna sound so absurd um that punters and and kickers are just becoming more athletic. Like oh, it's happening across all of sports, right? Where where the athletes are just getting bigger and better and faster and so forth. And I think position players like this have also said, okay, well, you know, I, I get it. Like Janikowski was like, you know, drinking beers and smoking cigarettes and able to kick fucking sixty yarders. But maybe if we, you know, look at some fucking metrics and 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 workout routines and so forth, like we can actually be really good athletes and you've, you've kind of seen it you know greg zerline a couple years ago for the rams um even their punter uh hecker who, who he, he just left i forgot where where he ended up um but you know you got guys like this it's just like they're game changers really you know it's, it's it seems absurd but it's like maybe these kickers are saying it's like wow if i get into good athletic shape i could really make some money in this league you know uh even though they're trying to get rid of what uh all fucking kickoff returns punt returns and and all, all that so uh, maybe uh, maybe hold your horses there, eighty-one yarder. But uh, yeah, listen, I, th- I think just to get back to the, the, the drug testing, I think we know that it's not random, right? No. We see it all the time. We see a guy that has like a five sack game, and then the the fucking cups waiting for him, like right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right there. Um, anyway, uh, last story before the break. We got a, we got a, a triple threat of stories here. Panther, how does it feel to be in the same camp as comedian Carrot Top? And I use the word comedian in quotes. Threw a hundred dollars on the Raiders to win the Super Bowl. Honestly, honestly, I mean, I, I, I think you can spend spend your money in worse ways. But how's that feel? You, you and Carrot Top aligned, holding hands. You know, we we haven't done our futures, but I think we've we've off the show. We've talked about this stuff. Um, you know, between the three of us, and there's value, right? There's some value on the right now. Do I think the Raiders win the Super Bowl? No, but Derek Carr has been trending upward. They got Devontae Adams, got a new coach. Um, if you've got a hundred bucks to piss away, uh, there's worse things that you could do. But um, do I believe it hits? No, but I don't hate the play. Yeah, it was just a hundred bucks. It wasn't like he's not pulling a mattress Mac, right? So this right, a hundred dollar bill. You've seen Garrett Top's career. I don't think he's got. I think hundred dollars might actually be tapping out his fucking bank account. Oh. This actually might be a significant amount of money for might, Garrett might, Top. Might be. Well, it's, yeah. it's cutting into the plastic surgery fund. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, maybe it was like a you know a prop. Maybe it was like a fake hundred dollars, like Monopoly money or some shit. Uh, they pulled out there. But I think there's a lesson to you new gamblers out there. And I know that we have some young gamblers, some new gamblers that listen. Don't 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 bet outside your means, right? The, you you know you set a budget for for what you feel comfortable gambling, and don't go outside that. Don't be like carrot top here and blow your entire life savings on a Super Bowl bet for the Raiders. Let's take a quick break and talk about the book club because hey, we are going live in the daily so people can listen to us right now and we've got a couple of new uh book club members listening live this is fucking awesome panther 
Who we got? Who 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 who, who are you gonna welcome to the fold? Well, I'll tell you who I'm going to welcome, and I'm going to tell you the reason I'm going to welcome him. Yesterday, if you guys listened to yesterday's episode, Arch told you you can get into the book club for three days for free, and we've had some immediate members join because of that promo, Top Dog and Log Jamming. Welcome to the asylum. Welcome to the best degenerate family you'll ever find. And uh, they, they joined yesterday and late last night, past my my bedtime which you know anymore is like 7 30 but you guys welcome to the degeneracy max tell everybody who's listening how they can join well uh, arch if, if i i do believe there's a link in this description yeah you want to click on the link in the description yeah so i can't say the other link that we used to say right i'll ignore I'll, that link i'll redirect the, the okay yeah Okay, so Arch will redirect that other link. So starting tomorrow, then I can say that because it's just easier to say. But for now, just use the link in the description of this podcast. And then, yes, you can get three days free access to the book club. And, and listen, it's, it's just it's, it's like crack cocaine. I'm sorry. We're giving, you the fir- we're giving you the first hit for free and then, and then, then, they, then you become addicted. And I, I'm being genuine here. You become addicted because it is fucking wild. It's so fun. Like yesterday went off the fucking rails with everyone going back and forth. And, and we go into the weirdest subjects. Uh, you know, uh, I, know we ha- I know we have a specific subchannel for pop culture. It did not stop us from just talking about TV shows and movies and stuff like that in the main chat. But yeah, we have, we've got all these opportunities to talk about pop culture things, uh, spicy memes. The spicy memes are getting out of fucking control. You can talk about guys getting blowjobs in the top of the fucking stands in Seattle. We can talk about that. Why not? You can do it too if you book it over to the book club. That cocaine. So you went from Carrot Top to Artie Lang really quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know. I, 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 well, Artie was not crack. Like that was that was the pure uh, up the nose uh, snorting, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. We did like a little heroin on the side too. I don't know if you played with needles or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Poor Artie. Is he, is his fucking nose still look like football? I, I haven't seen him lately. I can't even bear to Google him anymore. I don't. Bingham. <laughs> Bing oh, search. No, no, no. I don't want to see Artie. <laughs> <sighs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Baseball. What got going on today? We still got baseball going on. Uh, not a great day for me yesterday. I think I lost a couple of dollars, right? I hate on St. Louis. I, lo- I, yeah, I took a flyer yeah, on, on that Reds game. Uh, it was fine. Uh, I'm actually going to take two flyers again today. I got two dog plays on my agenda, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Start off with Chicago and Baltimore. Uh, White Sox trying to grab the AL Central lead, and if not grab the AL Central lead, they're going to try to get into the wild card picture. A team in front of them happens to be this Orioles uh, team, right? Uh, you know, they're going to kick off this three-game series that's going to end their regular series, uh, regular season series. Got Austin Voth taking on Dylan Cease. And now if you've paid attention to Dylan Cease, he has absolutely been Chicago's ace all season long. He's 12 and five with a 2.09 ERA. And he's beaten Baltimore this season. In fact, it's the only time the Chicago White Sox have beaten Baltimore all year. (laughs) Uh, Voth, he really turned his season around from being traded from Washington to Baltimore. And uh, whoever thought that that would be a sentence that anyone ever said. 
It's like, oh, he, he turned his season around by being trained to the fucking Orioles. Well, that's what happened with Austin Voth. So I actually think he can keep pace with Dylan Cease here. I think they can probably go toe to toe. And if you look at Baltimore's offensive uh, offense lately, it's been pretty damn good. It's been much better than Chicago's offense has been. And Chicago's bullpen is one of the most vulnerable in the league. So I think, yeah, Cease should get a, a you know, maybe you bet Chicago first five. I get it, but with this plus line here the value is at the home team i think the orioles can grab a win ten dollar bet on baltimore it's kind of a uh, conundrum here for me because i think the value personally is on the white Sox to take baltimore i would have wanted a bigger plus line you know dylan sees he's he's not jacob de or justin verlander you know he's, he's the, the name right you just go oh i want to bet on this guy but God damn it, if you bet on this guy, you're winning a lot of money. Dylan Cease is one of my favorite pitchers this season. And so for me, I'm finding value at minus 145. Maybe Arch can get me a little bit better. But I'm going to put 13 bucks on the White Sox. Minus 134. What I got? Uh, you know, when it was higher, <laughs> when it was closer to 140, I liked the Orioles. Now at the plus 125, ugh, I'm going to lean the White Sox here. Just because, you know, the line's moving in the wrong direction. So... I like that. So I'll lean Chicago, but I'm not betting this. All right. Last one up for me. Uh, let's talk Cleveland, San Diego. Um, Padres, they split a four-game weekend series with the Nationals, which is the good news. <laughs> the, the good news is they got two wins. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bad news is they lost two fucking times to <laughs> the goddamn fucking Washington Nationals. That's the bad news. San Diego, just they've been floundering, absolutely floundering. Since their big acquisition of Juan Soto, uh, the suspension of Tatis has been just an unneeded distraction. Their starting pitching has not lived up to the hype. Uh, Clevenger has been a, a, a fine starter this year, but his ERA since June has been over four, meaning it just could be a regression. You got to remember, did he miss all of last year, right, with, with Tommy John surgery? So this is his first year back. I, I, I think that he's, his arm is just tiring out. On the other side, Aaron Savali. Uh, has been really good since June ended. He's he's posted a 3.00 ERA since uh, the beginning of July. And I know Cleveland's had some recent struggles, but same thing here with that plus line. I think the value is on them to beat a Padres team, a Padres team that I just cannot fucking trust at all. $10 bet on the Gardenians. It's hard to trust either one of these teams. The offenses, especially San Diego, being as challenged as they are, like this team in their last few games has really struggled to score, even when the pitching has been good, and that's why they're losing to teams like the Nationals. They're just not scoring. I think the value is on Cleveland. I didn't bet it. If anything, I'd probably just jump on the under because I hate these two offenses right now. Uh, lean on the Guardians. Yeah, I'll lean the Cleveland with you. I just, uh, what are they? Plus 130. Yeah, I need a little bit more to trust Cleveland, even against even against the Padres. All right, well, those are my two. Panther, you've bet one, which means I believe you've got two more left. i got two more. I want to play a little guessing game with you, Max. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some stats, see if you can name the player. In this pitcher's last six games, he's given up a grand total of four earned runs, three of those in one game. One home run. He had a zero. ERA and three starts in July and a 1.86 ERA and three starts in August. You know who I'm talking about? No idea. 
Ranger fucking Suarez. Oh my God. No, not Ranger Suarez. <laughs> Ranger Suarez will take the, mu- the bump for the Philadelphia Phillies. I got that one wrong. Well, I only leaned it yesterday on, on the red. So there was some value, but, but not today. Not with staff ace Ranger Suarez on the mound going against Nick Lodolo, who, don't get me wrong, I like Nick Lodolo. But his splits between home and away are the difference between Patrick Corbin and Justin Verlander. They're not close. So I need a run line here, Arch, but I'm putting 13 bucks on the run line on the fighting pills. I was about to say, you got to run this one. I agree. I totally agree. Moral support. The Philadelphia Phillies should absolutely win this one. Uh, Minus, what is it, 215 is the best you can probably get. Uh, I just... It's it's a little too chalky for me. Arch, is this in your wheelhouse? I think you might bet the Phillies in this one, right? <laughs> yeah, if you listen to yesterday's episode, you'll know I probably won't. Uh, Phillies minus one and a half plus 101. Oh, I love that. There you go, Iceberg. Yeah, I'll lean the Phillies here, but I'm not touching this game because I do think they win. I do think it's, it's, the, it's the right side. It's just too high of a price to pay. All right, one more game for me. We'll go with that second game of that Bronx series. Uh, supposed to be Jacob DeGrom, but it is not. Tawan Walker is going to take the mound for the Mets today, going against newly acquired Frankie Montes for the Yankees. Yankees are slight favorites, which gives me a plus line on the Mets, who honestly I still think right now are the better team. Uh, they got to Scherzer yesterday. I'm banking on them not doing it two days in a row. It'd be $13 on the Metropolitans. Yeah, interesting. Interesting that they pushed the ground back uh, a day. Uh, I, I really thought that they were going to you know, try to take it to the Yankees. Or maybe they, they're – I'm not going to say wave the white flag. I mean, t- Taiwan Walker is a pretty fucking good pitcher. But uh, may- maybe that they just don't care about this and they're just getting ready for the Rockies because, you know, it's the Rockies. <laughs> Uh, I, I I like the Mets in this one. I do think that they can probably win it. Uh, I'll lean on the Nymet squadron. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll lean the Mets here. I don't really have a strong opinion on this game now because uh, everything's kind of flattened out with the with the Yankees win. So just a lean on the Mets. All right, I bet three today. Uh, that means there's something left for you to bet, Arch. There is. We are scrolling down to the bottom of the board with a value play. Well, maybe. Where are they? There. Yeah, there we go. We're going first up. Texas is playing Colorado in Colorado. I know this makes everybody nervous, but I like the Rangers today, plus the 108. I think there's the tiniest, tiniest bit of value here. So give me the Rangers for 15 bucks. Yeah, it's a game I almost bet on, too. I, I like the Rangers here. Uh, just wasn't enough for me to bet on them so yeah some moral support with you uh, a lean on texas yeah i like texas here as well but colorado if the only about one thing you can positively say about the rockies is they do play much better at home than they do on the road so they have a the slightest of negative line there as the favorite but uh yeah i think with that plus line i would lean the rangers here all right one last play and this one is another value shot here the twins are playing the astros if this can't be right but action has the astros opening up minus 400 i wish i was up at like two o'clock in the morning to have jumped on that line (laughs) uh but as it sits right now i'm gonna sit happily and take the twins plus 275 for 15 bucks how can you not like uh, Panther explain this one to me. Is it, is it a Verlander game? Is is that what's happening here? 
Yeah, two things. One, it's a Verlander game, and two, it's a rookie for the Twins, somebody that's never even started for them. So huge pitching discrepancy. Yeah, there's no data on him then, is what you're saying. That's what are, I'm saying. Are you sure about that? Did that's what it was this morning. Which pitchers? Because uh, Aaron Sanchez is, is getting the start. Oh, maybe Aaron Sanchez. That's even worse than having a rookie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do have data on this guy, yeah. 7.5 ERA. He's worse than Patrick Corbin right now. Yeah. No. I, again, I just I think nice, nice little fucking lottery ticket here. Uh, you know, uh, but when uh when Sanchez, uh, who did Sanchez play for beforehand? Who did he get traded from? Um, uh, probably Washington. He was he was originally supposed to be the future for the Toronto Blue Jays uh, when he came up through their system, but he he's really never panned out anywhere he's gone. Well, he had a really good start in his la- his last start, so uh, you know we'll we'll, we'll see uh, we'll see how he does. Was he? I think he was injured too, right? Uh, anyway, uh, if if he played on Washington, if he did, then I think it's it's the Austin Voth syndrome. Apparently, Voth came out and said that the Nationals just trail behind every other team when it comes to metrics. Like they they don't actually they don't have enough metrics to give to their pitchers. Which then makes me think, is that goddamn Scherzer did all that just just on his own <laughs> for all those years? Uh-huh. Um, apparently, the, uh, the 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 statistics department for the Orioles much much better than than Washington, and you can see Voth, Voth has improved. So maybe maybe Sanchez has a chance here. He had a good last start. So uh, long winded way of Rose saying, said yeah, only I'm winners on the parley. Twins with you, please. <laughs> Daddy yeah, you're needs not, diapers. You're not laying three fifty or four hundred on the Face Astros. With tears of joy. I, there's no value in run line or alt run line. So uh, if you want to take a flyer on a lottery ticket, this is probably your biggest payday. I don't think the twins win, but I get the, the play. So uh, I'll lean on the twins. Okay. That's all I had today. Um, comments. Iceberg says I like Baltimore on the money line and he likes the Yanks on the money line. Well, the, an- the anti Panther sentiment continues. What were you? You were, you're a, you're, you're against me on Baltimore, right? Yeah. Yeah, damn it! That's a that's a team I wanted for the fucking parlay, bastard. You can do it. You can, you talk first. You can do uh, it. I see. I know. I know. But I don't do that to Panther. I, I listen. I, I I don't troll him like you do, Arch. I, I feel like I'm protecting the parlay. That's my my stance. Probably. Probably. <laughs> his, his his did hit yesterday. I know. It was the only one that did. Yeah. Uh, Iceberg's got a couple more plays. My play is Texas money line. Mm-hmm. He's thinking Brewers plus one and a half. It's too much of an ask for Philly, and he says no. Yanks win. I, I listen. I almost bet the Brewers, but I kind of I hit on them in the last series hmm. with the Dodgers twice. So uh, I, I don't know if Lightning can strike once again, especially it's in L.A. with Gonsolin, fifteen one fucking Gonsolin on the mound. But I kind of did like the Brewers straight up. I uh, just couldn't get quite enough money to bet them. So plus the one and a half. I don't think it's terrible. Uh, not with Corbin Burns on the mound, but I I struck it rich yesterday with Eric Lauer throwing a shutout. So. Uh, I'm out of that series. I'm tapped out. <laughs> if people are betting against the Dodgers because the line is dropping, I, I might mm-hmm. take a piece. I they might are. take a piece they, of them. They are. They oh, are yeah, betting yeah. against. So if the everybody Dodgers, thinks the Brewers are going to win, <laughs> this is the Brewers' well, not, time to no, shine. No, I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The Sharps are betting against the Dodgers right now. The mm. the, the, the public. I was about to say a percentage. A large percentage of the public is on the Dodgers. Okay, okay. The money is on the Brewers. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's pretty much it here, Max. We have any comments over from the book club? Uh, just Mike Rose saying only winners on the parlay, please. Daddy needs diapers and chilies. Well, if you get chilies, the diapers are. Then you need the diapers yeah. for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. What did we talk about today? A little bit of everything. We talked about bad umpires in Major League mm-hmm. Baseball. What are we going to do about them? Something needs to be done. 
What else did we talk about? We talked Panther Softball Championship. Congrats. Oh, yeah. Panther yeah. Softball Championship. Good job. We talked about Care Top. <laughs> yeah. And there was something else in between those, and I can't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll think about it. Yeah. Well, whatever. Max. Steroid. Steroid punters. Steroid punters. Mm-hmm. That's it, Max. That is it. Less than anything, we had our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I guess. I'm giving you Baltimore. You're going to give me Baltimore? I, I, I'll take the Guardians. If you, you, it's fine. All right. We'll give you Cleveland. Archie, take it. I'll take Texas. You'll take Texas. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Phillies. With the run line. I go ahead and run line it because no need to put a minus 220 in your parlay. Phillies are going to destroy Cincinnati today. So we've got Cleveland, Texas, and the Fighting Bills. Put those three together. That is your D-Gen parlay. So you can go buy some diapers and whatever else you need. Uh, we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But, guys, it's the book club. Every day, it's the book club. And you if you're not already in there, you can join for free for three days. Check us out. Come in there and shoot the shit with likewise DGens. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're gonna do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Iceberg wants people to know he agrees with Texas. It's like a French kiss of death right there. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.